Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Right, today I've got with me... Sean Wilson. And what's your business, Sean? Uh, the Carpet Doctor. Okay, what, what does the Carpet Doctor do? Mainly uh, carpet and upholstery cleaning, rug cleaning, um, but also, also we specialise in hard floor cleaning and also bio, biohazard um, decontamination. Right, okay. And how long have you been doing that for? Three years. Three years. What, what were you doing before that? Uh, I've got two paper rounds in the veil as well. Do you still do those paper rounds? N- not me personally, but yeah, I, I run them. Right, okay. So you, you've got two businesses on the go then, or, or three if you count the two paper rounds are separate so what what got you into what you're doing now i own one paper round and then um i finished that about sort of half 10 and then the national papers were then going to be printed at the uh, so we were starting two 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 and a half hours earlier so i could do get another paper round and still be finished by 10 Uh, so i bought another paper round um but I was still going home and, you know, even though, you know, we earned a good wage, I was still going home and just falling asleep in the afternoons because I had nothing to do with my time. Yeah. So we, we, I had experience when, when I lived in the UK for 10 years. Um, I'm from Guernsey, but I lived away. I had, right. had experience there of carpet cleaning. Um, I saw there was a, a niche in the market for more of a professional service. Um, yeah. all, all we all we seem to have is sort of general cleaning firms. Um which do a bit of everything, shall we say? Uh, so yeah, I, I started the carpet doctor with with nothing more than five hundred quid, and um, it just went from there. Really, it sort of just blew up a bit. Okay, so what what did the five hundred quid get you? That got me a very <laughs> a very basic machine. <laughs> when when you say yeah, machine, a very like basic like... machine and a few and a few flyers. <laughs> like well, well, I'll tell you what it was. It's, yeah, some, something simple like that. But um, not only was it was it I, I was bored and falling asleep, but we were renting and we we knew we could probably get a mortgage, not not quite what we needed. But I thought, well, even if we could earn an extra hundred, two hundred pound a week, yeah, and and we'll save it all as a deposit. Um, well, within a year, we had, we had our ten percent deposit, and and okay. we're in a you know we've got our own house now. Okay. Um, well, so that was the other motivation. So you you started off, uh, did you say three years ago? Yeah. Yeah. And you you built up a, a a deposit for a place in the first year. Yeah. That's good. That's really good. Um, so then we were quite fortunate. Uh, you know, we didn't need to take a penny of it. You know, any money that the uh, the carpet doctor made after paying the tax and insurance, it it still just sat in the bank, sort of thing. Um, but on the flip side, the first sort of six months, even a year, I, I just kept reinvesting that money, better equipment, more services, more training, um, mm-hmm. which, you know, did pay off in the second year. Uh, we were able to grow and, you know, now we've got three, four, f- myself and three staff. That's good. So you've got um, full-time staff or are they part-time? Yeah, full-time. Okay. So at the moment, it's uh, it's not very nice again with lockdown again with having staff, is it? No, I mean that's my only concern is you know yeah you got a little bit of money in the bank, but I mean if we if we knew it was just for a month and you know but there's no there's just no guarantees and you don't know what's gonna what 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 it's gonna be next month. Is it gonna get worse? Is it? Yeah, that's it. That's something that people don't understand is when um, when they say well you should have a you should have money in the bank to for for instances like this, no one 
has got money in the bank, for instances, where you're literally not going to be working at all, but continuing to have to pay wages. But have you got regular clients? Is it all ad hoc or have you got contracts? We've got the odd contract with sort of commercial like the offices, but even then that's, you know, what, well, I say once every two weeks, but at the moment they're not in the offices. So once you, no. they might have called you to clean it, but they're not. They, 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 especially from the last lockdown, they don't call you again until they all go back in the office. And even even a week before this, you know, two weeks ago, people are still at home and not in the office. Really? So how does that yeah, affect your your work? I mean, has your workload gone down since the first at, year? At the started? moment, yeah, it's, it's gone down to, I mean, I've probably done two two small jobs and since, since lockdown. It, it's gone down. 95% of my work is residential. When, when you say since lockdown, you mean since this one at the moment? Yeah, since this one. Yeah. Um, the equipment you've bought, are you the only pe- person or organisation using that equipment here? Yeah, as far Those, as I'm aware. Yeah. So you, you have got a pretty niche. Um, it, 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 it depends in, in, in what area. I mean, in rug cleaning, yeah, definitely 100%. Um, in biohazard cleaning. There's there's another two or three people which do the same things and and to be fair they're all a bit like me where they got an arsenal of tools because you know you could have a fogging machine but that might not work best in somewhere that's got a lot of open electrics or so so, so yeah in in terms of biohazard cleaning there's there's a few people about that do the same thing as me um many that are much more busier than me um just because they specialize in just that yeah uh but then carpet cleaning <laughs> Generally, every six months, we'll use every firm on the islands for one of for one of my empty rentals that I'll do or something like that. Just 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 to see what what we're up against. Have they changed their ways? Are they still using the same old things? And yeah, I mean, I'm not. I don't see anyone improving or bringing out anything new. No. Okay. So, what did you um, when when you left school? What was your sort of work history? Your career? What uh, route? Uh. I became, I remember when I first left school working for GFF for about four months as a apprentice floor layer, that was at Admiral Park. Then I went on to DWA. Um, I didn't last too long at DWA. <laughs> we, have, we had something something happen. Then um, chef, chefing. Um, I worked at many, many different restaurants over here. And then, and then when I was 20, 17, 19, about 1920, I moved to England for 10 years, so uh, nine years. And then in England, it was chefing as well, a lot of the time. Okay. So you, are you a qualified chef? Yeah. You are? Oh, you got NDQ a level two, level. yeah. That'll be your next business route then? No, <laughs> no, never again. <laughs> so with, with the paper rounds, are they still able to run at the moment or is... Yeah, they're, they're running well. Um, the last lockdown, the uh, the Guernsey Press put out this free delivery to to OAPs um, for four weeks, and I had about two hundred and fifty customers then, and I picked up another fifty. Um, so it, it was about a fifteen twenty percent increase, which was great. And to be fair, lockdown ended, and and I must have lost five or ten. Um, so they stayed with me, which was great. Uh, this time. I think we picked up two. Um, however, I think the press are going to do another one of those delivery adverts. Um, if, so if they, not to, you know, I'm, I'm not. 
when they're doing free delivery, they're paying someone like you to deliver it. But no, last time, well, last time they um, they gave us all a, a form and asked us to sign it. Would we be happy to do free delivery for four weeks? Right. Um, and the news agents, which weren't happy to, they would they would refund. Um, I never. I never went back to the press and said, oh, can you refund me for all these people? Because, you know, it works both ways. Um, we, we, I, I, as long as they, they, most of them stayed, I wasn't too bothered. Um, it cost me nothing other than a, a piece of paper and, you know, a bit of time creating an invoice for them, and that was it. So were you already delivering to, to doors, to those doors or doors close by sort of thing? Yeah, we've all got our own area. Um, so certain people and um, would say, "Oh, I live on this road. Can you can you find me a news agent?" And that would get sent to whoever the news agent would be. So if it was on my round, it would be me. Um, and like I say, most of them stayed. So yeah, I, I never asked the press to to reimburse uh, me for the lost delivery charge because yeah, I mean, I didn't need to, but others may have. When you you mentioned before with your cleaning that you you clean hazardous materials, do you want to go through what those include? Yeah, um, basically I'm trained in um, biohazard and infection control, so virus outbreaks, um, basically anything that that's that's a biohazard. Uh, so, so there's a lot more a lot more to it than what you see. You might see an advert with one man stood there with a mask on and walking around with a fogger. Um, there's a bit more to it than that. In, in some of those cases, from what I see, it's a bit unsafe um, because they're not. Some of them aren't wearing masks. They're not even wearing gloves. And when I've seen people ask them before, "Why, why aren't you wearing a mask?" Surely you should be. And, and their comment would be, "Oh, but my product's fully safe to be breathed in." But that's not the reason you wear a mask or gloves. It's to avoid cross contamination. Yeah. Because um, you know you could clean one room, but you could pick something up on your way out of that room, and then as you walk into a room you've already done you could then be cross-contaminating that room so also and if any surfaces you wipe there's a bit more to it you don't want to be just be using regular cloths you mm. want to be using paper towel once you've wiped it it goes in a yellow bag to be disposed of correctly um but again that all comes back down to the cross-contamination side of it so but each, each place does it differently and it's not regulated over here so it's yeah. just it's i don't have you, uh, I mean, do, do you deal with crime scenes and things like that? Well, there's not really any crime scenes to, to deal with, but um, obviously being trained in that, in that area, if, 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 a, if a call was to come in, then yeah, I am trained in, in hazardous waste and blood and things like yeah. that. I've seen a, a picture on your um, page, on, on your Facebook page, quite a few months ago now, it might be about a year or so ago, and it looked pretty obvious what it was on the floor, like blood. In the obviously, kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, you put it on there, so um, it's not sort of top secret or anything, but you, are you able to talk about that at all? Uh, not really, no. I wouldn't want to go into the call, basically, um, just because I'm not sure if it's for me to talk about. No. Well, like I say, yeah, but, but no, no one was seriously hurt. <laughs> well, it, it looks it looks a lot worse than it is. Right, <laughs> that looks like a crime scene. I'm going to say, if if anyone wants to go and have a look on your Facebook page and trawl through your photos, it's there. You must see some pretty interesting things when you're you're, you're doing that. Yeah, um, yeah, you, you'll deal with a lot of human waste. Um, you know, pe nice. people don't want to pick up the phone and call you about it because you know that they're, they're mortified. But 
I mean, at the end of the day, my attitude is, oh, it's a strange one. Many, many people probably can't understand, but I lost my mum about 10 years ago. And now whenever I deal with anybody elderly, I look at it as how would I, if that was my mum, how would I want someone to deal with her? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, I, I, I generally just see it as we're all going to be there one day. We're all going to be doing these things. So, yeah, yeah it's just it's just one of those things. It's um, it, it's weird because you don't sort of expect to see certain things in Guernsey. I don't know if you ever used to watch Life of Grime at all. And you had uh, characters on it like the old Mr. Trebus. He's an old Polish guy and he, he just hoarded everything. Um, mm. with, with my business, I, I mean, I, I've seen things, um, basically people who have just, mental health, they've just sort of gone into a depression. And the home, it's sad to see, it's really sad. And I've been asked to, to price jobs before to, to, to clean the place out and I just haven't been able to do it because for a start, I wouldn't be able to get the staff that I'd want there, to be honest, um, dealing with it. Cause you're, you're talking about bags tied up with uh, people's excrement in. And it's just, it's unbelievable how people reduce to that cause they won't seek help and things like that. Let's say it, it is really sad, but it does go on here. And it's, uh, you, you must see it as well like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm still waiting to find one of those houses. Um, I must say, <laughs> I've, I've not come across one yet. Um, but but then I do get a kick out of it. You know, I love a challenge and I get great satisfaction from my work. So, um, yeah, but, you know, my wife, she, she certainly wouldn't do anything like that. So, yeah. I've, I've got to say, it's only the one instance, because through my business, we, we don't really get asked to do that sort of thing anyway. But someone was just desperate because they, they couldn't find anyone that was willing to do it at the time. Um but yeah, it's only, it's only the one instance I've seen, but it does go on here and I'm sure it goes on more than that as well. Mm, yeah, no doubt. So during lockdown, are you um, are you looking to work on your business at all or are you just sort of dumbfounded at the moment with what's going on? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure really, to be fair. Um, I think the only thing I'll be looking to do is find out who owes money and yeah. find the time when it's right to to get hold of these people. Um Sooner rather than later. I think, I I think yeah, I think the last time my wife checked, there was about 22 people and, you know, that was nearly £5,000. But it, it, it's sort of an eye-opener and it, it, it makes me realise that we're clearly working too much, that we're not even getting a chance to sit down and mark who's paid. Yeah. Um, so, so some of these people might go back six months. So, so that's where I'll improve on the business, I think. So d- does your partner work for the business or does she work? Yeah. Yeah, yeah she, she uh, does all the accounts and all the phone calls and... Um, the bookings, uh, stock check, uh, payroll, all, all of that type of thing. Yeah, it's just the same with my partner. She she works um, for, for my business, so we both re- rely solely on the income that my business makes. But she's she's good. I mean, it's invaluable to have someone that's organised like that that does it all. Pretty much, you, you just hand them the information. They, they gather the information themselves, and they, they just – it's done. It's brilliant. Um, a good bookkeeper like that is yeah. uh, invaluable. But um, so, what have you got any plans to? Uh... Well, so where, where they know you on a personal level. Yeah, that's it. Sorry, Some... where, where they know you on a personal level, they know they know you know they know what you will do and what you definitely won't do, and um, just just things like that. Yeah. So you've got, have you got any plans for the future on anything else at all to diversify at all? It, it's hard. Uh, I, I, it's not that I get bored easy, but um, I'm I'm very sort of not money motivated but i like i don't know i like new things so, yeah. so there will no doubt come a time where i'll try and get somebody else to fill my role and can i yeah. take a step back now and then i'll go off and do something else um but while i've got the paper around, i 
You've just gone. The moment, um, as much as you know, it pays the bills, and I'm quite glad we didn't get rid of it. But the paper round's quite a struggle to put up with, just because it's seven days a week. And although I'm not doing it myself at the moment, at any time the staff member can say, "Oh, I don't want to do it anymore," and then you're sort of stuck with it, and, and yeah. it's not so easy to find people. So it, it does it start to get stressful. Yeah, that, that's where it is tough when you've got to find someone to do a, a job like that. You've got to hope that they treat it with the same sort of uh, not, not necessarily respect but the same sort of drive as yourself because they are quite a demanding role yeah have you got anything else you wanted to add to your, your customers or anyone listening bearing in mind the analytics are showing people are actually listening so um no i can't as as i mean there's nothing i can say that you know people don't already sort of know anyway which is you know we'll be back as soon as we can yeah um obviously hopefully everyone stays safe uh stays indoors and just you know let's let's just time go by and i think just the sooner we all listen and just get it out of the way i think the sooner we'll be off lockdown exactly exactly well cheers sean i appreciate you wanting to come on i'm, I'm hoping it it's beneficial for you uh beneficial for your business and look yeah i i want to be back to work as well myself i i can't do with this we've, we've got zero income at the moment now and that's between that's a family of three of us. We've, we've got zero income and mortgage to pay. We're, but there's, no. uh, there's always a future. And hopefully uh, people listen to this and, and sort of try to help out local businesses when, when we're all back again. Sure. But, you know, you're welcome. All right. Thank you, Sean. Cheers for your time. Yeah. Cheers, Ross. Thanks, mate. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to Labour Force Chat and tune in next time. Cheers.